Welcome to the Royal Christian Centre Sermon Podcast. Okay, so, as you know, we are going through the Ten Commandments at the moment, so can anybody guess what commandment I'm doing tonight? What do we reckon? Can you go a bit louder? Honour your parents. Honour your mother, your father and your mother. Who can relate to either of those videos? I noticed my mother's put her hand up. This is a little bit worrying. Anybody else relate to those where your children try to get their own way and really plead with you? We've got one or two. There's a few more hands going up. And then parents, how many of you fancy doing a tantrum like that in front of your kids? Okay, so we might have a few tantrums at the end of tonight when there's not enough food left over. But... Tonight, guys, we're going to be talking, as we look at the Ten Commandments, we're going to be looking at honouring your father and your mother, which, of course, is a promise as part of the Ten Commandments. And, of course, family life is so important and so vital. Whether you're a parent or whether you're a child, whether you're a spiritual parent or a spiritual granddad, we all have a role to play. You know, we're, we're a church family. And we all have a role to play with our youngsters. And youngsters, you have a role to play with the older ones, okay, with us oldies. Okay, you also have a role to play. But the Bible, the good thing is, the Bible is so positive about families. He's encouraging all to be one big family. He's shaped us into relationships with one another and also with him. God has designed us to be together as one. God has affirmed families for us. There's biblical standards, of course, like the standards at home, okay? There's standards there. Do I need to go to handheld? No? Okay. Okay, there's standards that we have to live up to, and we need to learn to grow and to understand and to be able to relate to one another. And, of course, the fifth commandment, we've kind of gone backwards. We've started at commandment 10, and we're working towards commandment 1. And the fifth commandment, right in the middle there, kind of links them together. Because we've been looking about how we relate to one another, and now we're heading towards how we relate to God as well. So it's important for us to think about how do we relate to one another And of course, it says, honor your father and mother that your days may be long in the land that your Lord, your God, is giving. Now, if we're honest, no matter how old we are, how many of us find that commandment hard? If we're honest, none of us are perfect, so every hand should have gone up at that point, yes? Unless I'm speaking to a perfect church, yes? Okay, because we struggle, don't we? We struggle with obeying. We struggle with following rules, whether it's by our parents or what is put down in society. We struggle with different things as well. And all God's commandments are there for our benefits, to help us to walk step by step with him. In Ephesians, and we're going to be looking at two parts here, so don't worry, young people, children, I'm not just going to have a go at you. Okay, it applies to everybody. There's two sides, of course. Parents, adults, we have a responsibility as well, yes? We have a responsibility for our young people, for our children as well. And it says, children, obey 
your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Learn to honor them, okay? We must submit to authority. So whether it's to our parents, whether it's to school, whether it's to authority in the council, in the world, we need to submit there. Because God wants us to live a good life. God wants us to live a happy life. So what does it mean to honor your parents? Anybody got any clues? What does it mean? Okay, we're going to go through quickly a few points. Because I know you're all hungry, yes? You're all waiting for the food. Okay, first of all, it's going to be aimed at the young people and the children. We're going to have a, first of all, Ephesians 6 says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for it is right. Okay, first of all, and I should be able to get down here now and say, it's right, it says. That's it. Just obey your parents. That's the end of the sermon, and we all go home. Yes? No. Okay, we need to learn more and to adapt it. Okay, we find it easier if we have the right attitude, the right heart attitude. Okay, what's in our heart? What are we feeding ourselves? What are we watching on TV? What are we listening to? Who are we mixing with? Okay, can affect our hearts and can affect our attitude. I'm sure many parents will say, they can see a change in their, their children if they hang around with certain young people. Or they can see a change for the good if they hang around with other people. It affects us. Sin is in the world, of course, and it affects who we are. That's why it says, draw near to Christ. Draw near to him. Spend time with him. Proverbs 23, 22, 24 says, listen to your father who gave you you life and do not despise your mother when she is old <laughs> buy the truth and do not sell it wisdom instruction and insight as well the father of righteous child has great joy are you joyful yeah. there we go we must have some happy kids in here some good kids in here okay a man who fathers a wise son rejoices in him Listen to your father. We've been doing in Energy Kids with our youngsters today about making the right choices. Okay? And we've been talking about having those ears to listen to God, to listen to each other. And it doesn't just apply to our children. It applies to all of us, isn't it? It's important that we listen to one another, but mostly it's important that we listen to God as well, that he directs our path Young people, children, you might not want to hear this, okay? We owe it to our parents, okay? We owe it to them, to obey them, to follow them. And of course, parents, okay, make lots of sacrifices, don't you? Yes? Oh, we're all happy here tonight and we don't make any sacrifices then, okay? We make, we make sacrifices, okay, whether it's financial, there's a quote that says, we don't raise kids anymore, we finance them. <laughs> Which sounds about right in some circumstances. But of course, it's about raising our children, raising our young people to be men and women of God. Is that what you, who you want them to be? Yeah. Is that who you want them to be? That they stand firm within their faith, that they're obedient. Secondly, it says, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. And I'm sure God smiles down when he sees you doing things right, when you're leading the way. I have to say, as the youth pastor here, 
I am blessed. And we don't say it enough from the front here. Our young people are amazing because they serve. They serve this church like I've never seen it anywhere else in other churches that I go to. And the best thing is, they don't moan. Well, they don't moan to my face. They might moan in the corner thinking, Pastor Karen's going on again and she needs help. There's a WhatsApp chat and late last night they got, I need your help tomorrow, please. And I got zero response. The response, I think, was because they were all in bed asleep because it was about half past 11, weren't you guys? No. But they are a blessing, but it's important. They're a blessing because as parents and as spiritual parents and as spiritual adults, we're leading them in the right direction. They're following, they're looking to inspire, to be inspired by adults around them. Honor your parents because it teaches you authority, to respect authority. And of course, I go into a lot of schools and sometimes, and I speak to a lot of teenagers and like, well, if you don't respect me, I'm not gonna respect you. Right? It doesn't really work like that. You know, it's important in the generation, in the culture that we have today, is that we're teaching our young people to respect their elders, to understand and to see what direction that they're going. Another reason is because it brings peace and joy to your parents. There's not many smiles tonight. Has it been a bad day? <clears throat> but of course they are joyful, aren't they? Yeah. They bring joy to your life. Yeah. Would you have it any other way? Even when you've got gray hair and you're pulling your hair out, you still love them, don't you? Yes. That's three, maybe four. Of course we still love them because they're precious to us. Mark Twain is quoted as saying, when I was 14, my father was so ignorant, I could hardly stand to have the old man around. But when I got to 21, I was astonished at how much the old man had learned in seven years. I think there was a bit of a change there of his maturity, and he had seen and he'd respected who his dad was. But can I encourage you, as young people, okay, is to follow in your parents' footsteps, is to listen to their wisdom, is to seek their advice in those difficult times, because they've been around a lot longer than you, okay? They've been around a lot longer than you, and hopefully they've learned a lot more. But as young people, sometimes you think you know best, yes? Yes. I've been there, okay? I've been there, you always think, there's a stubbornness that comes out that you think you know best. And it, sadly, it always ends up wrong. Okay, you find out the hard way. So listen to our parents, listen. And of course, you can't change the past, but we can change the future, yes? We can't change what has happened, but you can be a light in the darkness. No matter how old you are tonight, you can be a light in the darkness because Jesus wants us to be those shining lights. Jesus wants us to be those beacons in the dark world that we're living in. And so as we follow the commandments, as we see them, and we see this as a promise, God is promising a good life for you when you obey and you honor 
your parents. Honour, of course, is respecting them. It's seeing and looking up to them. And of course, adults, we have a responsibility as well, yes? Yes. We have. It says, instruct them in God's ways. Now, here's an example I was reading, and I'm not sure we should follow this way, but we'll see. It says, a wife invited some people to dinner. At the table, she turned to their six-year-old daughter and said, would you like to say the blessing? The girl replied, I wouldn't know what to say. Just say what you hear mummy say, the wife answered. The daughter bowed her head and said, Lord, why on earth did I invite all these people for dinner? (laughs) You see, we have to be careful how we speak, don't we? We have to be careful what comes out of our mouths. It's better to be positive than to be negative, yes? If you speak promises over your children's lives, they're going to grow up to be those men and women of God that are going to lead this society, that are going to lead this community to places that we might never have been. Because we need to speak those promises of God. We need to speak over their lives. And it'd be good to have that conversation with them. I put up a poster on Facebook, and as you know, my Facebook is normally just full of sunsets, because that's all I ever do. But it said, and I was reading about it, it says, will you have a conversation with a young person this week? And one of my challenges is for us, who are we going to speak to this week? Who are we going to impact and input into their lives? Because if we don't, as adults, who is? If we're not speaking God's word into their lives, who is speaking into their lives? Is it positive or is it negative? Young people, you won't like to hear this, but as adults, discipline your children. Okay? Discipline them. (laughs) There's one over here. Now the question is, is Debbie here tonight? Yeah, she's over there. (laughs) Debbie's like, oh no. Okay, But there's nothing wrong with firm discipline because, of course, discipline comes in the way of encouragement. Yes? Okay? We have to learn from right and wrong. When your parents say, don't do that, and you do it, you learn the hard way, which I did in a restaurant when I was about seven, and a hot plate came out. And, of course, my parents being my parents, like, Karen, do not touch it. Me being me... Like, what do they know? And the finger went like that. The place went quiet as I went, ah! And I spent the rest of the night with my finger in a bowl of water. Let's just say I never did it again. I learned the hard way. But we have to listen carefully and we have to provide for them. The book of Proverbs is full of good counsel. And of course, it says, train a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not turn from it. Are you training your children? Are you training them in the right way? Are they watching the right things? Do you know what they're listening to? Do you know what is out there? It's important because, of course, with the web There is so much at the touch of a button 
that even as adults we can get our hands onto. So it's important that we're instructing them in the right way, saying your walk with God is so much more important that you will be that beacon. In 2 Corinthians 12, it talks about as well providing for your children's needs. Now, young people, children, it doesn't mean there's an endless pocket of money, okay? It doesn't mean you go to your parents and say, Mum, Dad, I've seen a top in, in Topshop or wherever, and say, come on, can you cough up 50 pounds, right? It doesn't mean that, of course. It means that we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to provide for them physically, yes, but also we have a responsibility to provide for them spiritually. Are you praying for your children every day? Are you praying for them every day? Are you praying for our young people every day? If you go into my office now, my office, yeah, it's a mess, but there we go. But on the wall, I have post-it notes, and there's about 50 post-it notes with every name of our young people and our children in our church. And there is something on there, and I'm praying into their lives at least twice, three times a week. I'm praying for our young people to see them grow up, to see them become, and to fulfill the dreams that God has given to them. So can I encourage you as well? Take a list. If you don't know any of our young people, come and speak to me. I can offload them to you. You can take them home if you want. Feed them up. But of course, pray for them. Pray for them that they know the love of Jesus. And then Ephesians 6, 4 says, do not exasperate your children. Okay, it translates into frustrate them or anger them. But of course, it says as well to lead by example. And as we think about the, ten, the fifth commandment, honor your parents, we all have a responsibility. We all have that responsibility. Young people, children, you have a responsibility to honor your parents to follow and to direct, to follow in their footsteps. And as adults, we have a responsibility to lead them, to show them the direction, to show them which way they should go. There is so much being thrown at them. There's so much just saying, you should do this, you should look like this. And there's so much that they watch that they say, I must have this. And then, sadly, it comes to this bullying and things like that. So can I encourage you is to get behind them, to really encourage them, to say, this is what the word of God says, to say, follow in his footsteps. You know, it's good to be able to mentor our young people. It's good to be able to mentor our children. It's good to be able to show them what to do, that they inspire to be like you. They inspire to be better than you because they want to be more like Jesus. A family is so important. We all want to be loved. Okay, number one, it's easy. You get this answer, okay, from our children. Jesus loves us, yes? Jesus loves us. You know, God is our Father, but also as a family here, it's so wonderful to see so many of you here tonight. Be encouraged. Get to know one another 
get to support one another. You know, a family shares dreams. Have you got a dream here tonight? Have you got a dream? Do you dream? Yes. Do you dream to be who God has called you to be? Do you dream for your families, for your children, where they should be? Okay. Do you have hope? Okay. You have memories, yes? Okay. You have smiles? You have frowns? Uh, yeah. Okay. You, you are happy. Okay. As a family, we're here to share all those those emotions. Okay. Those feelings that we go through. We're here to support one another. And in a few minutes, we're going to just come to a close. But I really want to encourage you is to think about that fifth commandment. To think about how we can honour our parents. Okay. But also how we can help our children to grow up to be the young people that God wants them to be. You know, as a church, we are a family. Yes? As a church, we are a family. We are blessed by one another. And God has given us those commandments to help us, to help us support one another, to help us know about him, to help, him to, to help us follow his ways the Bible talks about, it says that we may decrease, that he may increase in our lives. Are we decreasing out of our selfishness? Are we increasing in selflessness? Are we becoming more like him? That people see Christ in us, that people see the hope of glory that God gives us. It's important. Lead by example. Set the bar high. Don't settle for second best. Don't settle for second best with our children. But the most important thing is, is our spiritual walk. It's their spiritual walk, that they know Jesus as their Lord and Saviour, that they walk in the path that God has called them to walk to. So we're just, I'm going to invite the band to come back, and in a few minutes we're going to have some food. But please, this week... Text me if you want to pray for some of our young people, some of our children, okay? Write them down in your phone. Get a reminder out. Say, I'm going to pray for them.